Mike check. Mike check. Mike check. It's a taste to consider. Podcast. Let's go. I choose me. Yes. We are back for another episode. It's a taste to consider podcast. I'm your host, Dirk Silver. Let's go. The pressure's taking over me, it's beginning to loom. Better if I spare your feelings and tell you the truth. Lately I redirected my point of view. You won't grow away, no me. Let's go. I chose me, I'm sorry. I chose me, I'm sorry. I chose me, I'm sorry. Yes. I chose me, I'm sorry. I chose me, I'm sorry. I chose me, I'm sorry. She woke up in the morning for the daily news. I was so low mourning through the family feuds Baby, I told you story and laid down all the rules Say you stick us to the podcast Still you won't grow away, no me I chose me, I'm sorry 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 I choose me, I'm sorry. I choose me, I'm sorry. Say stick us to the podcast. Cause all of it's toxic. Girl, I'm not relevant to giving no profit. Personal gain of my pain is nonsense. Darling, my demons is off the leash for a mosh pit. Baby, I just had a baby, you know she need me. Working on myself and counseling is not easy. Don't you point a finger, just to point a finger. Cause critical thinking is a deal breaker. Faith in one man is a ship sinking. Do yourself a favor and get a mirror that mirror grievance. Then point it at me so the reflection can mirror freedom. She told me that she need me the most. I didn't believe her. She even called me names on the post. The world can see it. Jokes and gas. Mad at me cause she didn't get my vote She say I'm trifling Disregarding the way that I cope with my own vices Maybe it's time to break it off Run away from the culture to follow my heart
Taste to Consider Podcast, yes indeed, back for another episode, Taste to Consider Podcast, uh, let me officially introduce the show, it's a Taste to Consider Podcast, I'm your host, Derek Silver, and we're back, back for another episode, yes, part three of Lead Me, Guide Me, (laughs) oh man, I ain't gonna lie, I was sitting here, you know, throughout the week, promoting the show, posting it on social media, um, having conversations about the episode, um, Got good feedback. Shout out to uh, all the listeners on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon. And shout out to all the YouTubers. Shout out to the new subscribers on YouTube. I appreciate that. Yes. um, Shout out to all the the new um, listeners as well on the uh, streaming services. I appreciate you. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny because, you know, these covers, these magazine covers have, have have started, you know what I'm saying, have started some stuff, you know, not even started nothing, you know what I'm saying, because it's been the same conversations over and over again. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that. I'm like, why am I even talking about this shit? Because I honestly feel like, you know, um... I honestly didn't want the podcast to be solely just be focusing on relationship stuff like that. Um, because, as I've always said, Taste and Consider Podcast, I'm the taste of a Taste and Consider Podcast. So I like to talk about all the shit that I'm into, and I'm into everything. <laughs> Politics, you know, music, movies, um, shit, uh astrology religion i'm into everything you know what i'm saying um i've always been that way i've always been very curious i've always been i always asked a lot of questions you know what i'm saying you could put me in the pool of conspiracy theory and theorists and being woke and blackity black and all that other stuff because i'm all into it i'm into all of it but I had to sit back, you know what I'm saying, just thinking about a lot of things and just thinking about how long I've been podcasting. Um, I've been podcasting since, what, 2017? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, 2017. It's 2023. Um, Started out with the UNU podcast. Shout out to all the uh, podcasts that... um, That's part of the branch of the UNU podcast, Separate the Two podcast, Three stars, two bars, reservation for three, unprocessed knowledge. Um, Code of shame. I don't know um, if he's still recording or not, but yeah, shout out to all the branches um, that started from the root. <laughs> but I had to sit back and think about a lot of stuff, like in the midst of all this this controversy 
controversy with these uh, covers and stuff like that. And just thinking about people's opinions and how people are reacting to people's opinions and stuff like that. And I had to sit back and like really reflect on all the things that I learned about um, having conversations with people who have different opinions than you and, you know, learning to respect other people's opinions and stuff like that. And it made me, it made me just, you know what I'm saying, humble myself a little bit and just say, yeah, you know, you got to respect other people's opinions and, you know, everybody has different perspectives. Everybody has different backgrounds and stuff like that. So we all going to see things in a different way. We all going to react to uh, stuff differently and stuff like that. So, you know, everybody has an opinion. So um, it's not a bad thing, you know. Um, what I what I've seen with a lot of, you know, comments on these covers with the Rihanna and ASAP Rocky cover and Jonathan Majors cover, which I'll get into a little later and stuff, is that some people just don't res don't have respect for other people's opinions. Like you really have a choice, like just like everybody has a choice on what their opinion is. You have a choice on how you react to it and what you want to react to. So it's just like. Some people just downright just some mean ass people, you know. People, it's just a lot of people out here that are just mean and rude and and don't allow other people to have opinions and stuff like that. And it's, and it's wrong because I see a lot of people um talk bad about people and stuff for having a certain opinion or whatever, as if you don't have a as if the person who is being rude and mean in that moment doesn't have an opinion about something else that another person will look at as like, well, why you why you look at stuff like that? You know what I'm saying? Why is that your opinion? You know, so it's just like it's it's crazy how we we act all high and mighty when our our opinion, we feel our opinion matters. But when it's the tables are turned then we all in our feelings and stuff like that. So that's one of the things that, you know what I'm saying, I had to reflect back on and stuff like that. And one of the things that I had to really focus on, because that's that's really one of the things that I've learned um, starting out in a group podcast is to respect other people's opinions and not look at it as though they're stupid or, you know what I'm saying, they're dumb or all these words that other people using, you're retarded or you ain't got no common sense and all this other stuff. That shit is just uncalled for. Um, and also just the fact that, you know, um, some people can be so caught up into a conspiracy theory and being woke and stuff like that, that you'll have this conviction bias. And you'll look at it as though, you know what I'm saying, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. You know what I'm saying? You'll you'll want to prove it so bad that you're right, you know, that <laughs> you won't want to hear anybody else's perspective or opinion on the matter. And this is one of the reasons why I I started the podcast and why I named it what I what I did, you know, because everybody 
has a different opinion. Everybody has a different perspective on things. And, you know what I'm saying, everybody has a different background, different life and path and stuff like that. So your tastes are going to be different. So this is why I named the podcast A Taste to Consider, because you should consider everybody's taste, quote unquote, their taste or their opinion or their their experience or their wisdom on on everything. And that's what life is really about, honestly. You know what I'm saying? We sit around a lot of times and social media just amplifies it that everybody got to be right. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, projects. Everybody has insecurities and stuff like that. And we'll we'll be so caught up in, in the moment and want to be validated or want our bias to be confirmed that we don't want to see anything else or you know, well, shit, that's pretty much it. We don't want to see nothing else. And I just, just, just thinking about, you know, um, how I said I didn't really want to focus on relationship stuff all the time and, 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 and want to be in the, in that same category of, of what people talk about when they talk about dudes with podcasts and and just people with podcasts period always talking about relationship stuff. But when it comes down to it, relationships are important. You know what I'm saying? Relationships really is the barometer of where we are socially, mentally, emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Because we can't just have a life of living alone and thinking that we're going to make any type of progress. We're going to have any type of growth or we're going to, we're going to actually be able to experience things to, um, really like advance or evolve in, in certain areas of our lives. And relationships is an important part. Although I do feel as though, you should focus on yourself first, you know, before you just start worrying about relationships. And I feel like the way that society is today, we'll put relationships before our individual selves. And that's that's like running a race backwards in my in my point of view. It really is. And I get it, though, because before I started going to therapy, I felt as though the most important thing is, you know, relationship, relationship, your friendships, your uh, platonic relationships, your romantic relationships. You know what I'm saying? That was the important thing. But when I started going to therapy, I started learning that, you know, your the relationships you choose, how you relate in those relationships how you partner up with those partners that you you're in those partnerships with and stuff like that really starts from the foundation that you have individually but um i just recently started reading this book called the um the laws of human nature and it's uh by robert green he's the dude that wrote 48 laws of power um and this book, man, I tell you, I, I just started the book and I've seen myself and every other person that I've ever had any interaction with ever in my life. And this book is incredible <laughs> to me. Um, and one of the things um, 
uh, I came across in the book that has to do with what I've been talking about in this in this um this series this parter of lead me guide me was um it says um what if we could truly fathom why people suddenly behave irrationally and reveal a much darker side to their character or why they are always ready to provide a rationalization for their behavior or why we continually turn to leaders who appeal to the worst in us. And I thought that was just like so key to what these episodes have been about. And it's just off of that that last little line right there where it says why we continually turn to leaders who appeal to the worst in us. And that's something that I've talked about a lot on this podcast on how we usually um, turn to the negative side of things based off of whatever influence we have in our lives, whether it's our good, good girlfriends, our homeboys, our mothers, our grandmothers, our fathers, our grandfathers, our uncles, our aunties, and all that other stuff. And usually it starts from an early age like these things these negative things or the or as as the books says the worst the worst excuse me the worst we appeal to we always appeal to the worst in us particularly you know what i'm saying when we're adults we appeal to these things from these so-called leaders or these so-called celebrities or anybody that we we are um inspired by or motivated by we always appeal to the worst based off of how our foundation was built when we were children and i just thought that was so key and that's something that i'll go into a little later with with a, with a topic that has recently came out um situation that recently came out and yeah, it's just like we always appeal to the worst in us based off of whatever influence we have out here. And it's particularly in a black community, it, it always got something to do with a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? These social media people, these reality TV stars, um, these singers that be singing these crazy ass songs or whatever. It's always negative shit that we appeal to. And I go, I go all the way back to um, the episode for the culture that I did and how the culture of the black community really is just some old negative trauma shit. But we call it culture because that's all we know. That's all we are used to. That's, that's a cycle that's just been straight passed down. Some negative shit. But then black people... We'll always shun people who are trying to improve or trying to teach them something about their history or trying to, you know, what I'm saying in the on the individual side, grow or evolve and stuff like that. It, it, if you if you're not doing what the collective is doing, then something is wrong with you. But. um. 
just piggybacking off of everything that I've been talking about on on the past the past couple of episodes, just about like emotions and feelings and stuff like that. We always label emotions as masculine or feminine. And I'm saying we because, yeah, that's me too. But when it comes down to it, like, emotions is just a human thing. Like, seriously, it's just, it's, it's just being a human. Having an emotion or a feeling is just human. But we always label these things based off of gender. <laughs> um Let me see. Just going back to like um the magazine covers and just piggybacking off the pad last episode with the Rihanna and Aesop Rocky cover or whatever. And like I like I said on the last episode when I first started talking about it, like I wasn't even going to talk about it at first because I just looked at it like it is what it is, you know. I didn't look at it like it was that serious, but I still thought it was relevant. And that's another thing. Like a lot of stuff that I've been seeing in these comments and stuff like that, people keep talking about some it ain't even that serious we got other stuff to worry about and you know good and damn well like most of the people who saying this ain't even thinking about nothing else they just deflecting from something that is making them uncomfortable like we don't talk enough about like how when things make us feel uncomfortable we try to deflect from them whenever we having uncomfortable feelings or emotions men and women we try to deflect from it or we get angry or we we try to um try to think of the the proper word for it but we basically just be looking at it like you know what i'm saying um we being an asshole to the person we straight being an asshole to the person like <laughs> But those magazine covers, man, like, when I saw them, yeah, I could see some symbolism in it. That's the woke side of me or the blackity-black side of me. I saw some symbolism in it. But did I think it was that serious? Not necessarily. The only reason I decided to bring it up and talk about it really was, like I said on the last episode, was because... I saw so many black women bringing it up. And it is, it's funny because, well, I ain't going to say it's funny. It's interesting to me because on one end, you will see a lot of black women talking as like talking and saying that they want their black men to be more open and emotionally available and stuff like that. But. Then when those things occur, and this is something that I've already spoken on, they shun him or, the, you know what I'm saying, or they make him feel bad or they hold it against him later on or whatever. And that that comes from their own uncomfortability or their own state of being emotionally unavailable.
do I feel like there's a, a large conspiracy with the the British Vogue cover of Rihanna and ASAP Rocky? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I'm not going to discount the fact that I interpreted and so many other people interpreted it that way. Do I feel as though that you can be so caught up into being woke and and in that blackity black mindset that you can see everything that way? Yes, because I've I've had to check myself at times about that. But I do know that that. There is agendas. I do know that that there are when it comes to magazines and products and stuff like that. Advertising is a key point in catering to women, whether black women, white women, whatever, is key because women are the biggest consumers. So I'm going to play this clip and we're going to move from there. Let me see. That we lied to a generation of women just to sell you products. We created this fantasy world, the Cosmo Girl, at least in the beginning, before a lot of women began to buy into it. The Cosmo Girl was just a sexual fantasy. She could would work hard. She was on the pill, and she would get an abortion. They weren't going to have to fire her for being pregnant because she was never going to get pregnant. Uh, she just worked hard, and uh, for the corporation, basically, she was a man. A lot of you might not know how how influential Cosmopolitan magazine and all of their all of their media was completely setting a new standard for what it meant to be a woman in America. And it's not even what it means to be a woman in America. It's what it means to be a subpar man in a woman's body. <laughs> because and. Like, seriously, like, we got to understand that marketing is a big thing. Selling is a big thing. And like I said, women are the biggest consumers. So they will market some women. So this magazine cover, to some degree, with that symbolism, they put they purposely put some sort of symbolism in it to cater to black women. Like I said on last episode, last episode, everybody not may not be there, and that's okay. Everybody may not want to go there, and that's okay. Ignorance is bliss to some people. Some people don't want to be concerned about all the politics in the world. We got our government, the United States government, still pumping billions out to Ukraine. Some people don't want to care about that. I mean, if you really pay attention to all the stuff that's going on with this this quote-unquote war in Ukraine with Russia, there ain't been no war. How did Joe Biden just go over there to a war zone? A, a, a actual sitting president of the United States go to a war zone, a current war zone. That has never happened before, not that I know of. Not that I know of. If I'm wrong, let me know. But I've never saw that happen before. And I was born in 1981. <laughs> but all this stuff is propaganda, man. All this stuff is selling. All this stuff is marketing. The stuff going on in East Palestine, Ohio. Like Biden chose to go to Ukraine and not go to Ohio where that train incident happened with the chemical stuff. Since, since that 
incident happened in Ohio, there have been like multiple episodes of chemical fires or explosions across the country. Across the country. This ain't no coincidence. This this ain't no this ain't no different than when I was talking about a few months ago or last year or whenever about how all these food plants were having um issues. All these food plants were having fires and and destruction or whatever. All these 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 uh chicken farms or whatever was having issues. So egg prices going up, food prices going up, chicken chicken wing prices going up. This shit is not a coincidence, bruh. And I understand that some people don't want to go there. Some people don't want to think about it. Some people can't take their minds to think that way. I get it. But you can't just sit here and and act like the people who are really who are actually talking about it, something is wrong with them. Or you you cussing cussing them out or calling them names and all this other stuff. Like we always talk about this level is levels to everything or it's lanes to everything. You stay in your lane, let people stay in their lane. You stay on your level, let people stay on their level. It's it's just that. Like if things are making you uncomfortable, then just don't listen. Don't watch. Walk away. But we get all in this mindset and it's particularly with the black with the quote-unquote black community where we always do this when we uncomfortable with somebody else is talking about or pointing out then we gotta be dirty or nasty to them i asked the question on the last episode when i was like what if a man sits here and say well i'm gonna be a man when when i feel comfortable i forgot the verbatim what i said but you get the gist of it i'll be a man when i feel comfortable or i got a safe space or or whatever <laughs> so it's like well a lot of these women who who are saying that there ain't no agenda or, or black men aren't out here being emasculated will y'all be fine with a house husband like that's what i don't understand like y'all country the women who are saying these things, and I'm not talking about all women or all black women, like I always say on this podcast, if you're getting triggered, that must mean there's some truth to it. And I'm talking about myself, too, because I get triggered by things as well. And when I sit back and think about it, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that must be true. <laughs> but seriously, it's triggering some type of insecurity or whatever. It's making you uncomfortable. It's making you feel it, it, it's hitting your, your heartstrings. But would you would you be fine with a house husband? And I'm all for black women getting theirs and succeeding and all that other stuff. I can care less. I don't. I don't mind. Like if I if if I had a chance to date Rihanna, I would date her. I would not care if she made more money than me. That's not the issue. We always sit here and think. And it's crazy because I was listening to Joe Budden podcast today, one of their episodes, and they was talking about this same issue or whatever. We all we always equate leadership in a relationship or a partnership to whoever makes the most money. That ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. And if that's the way that you're thinking, you're always going to have issues in your relationships and your partnerships because. 
money does not make you stronger, does not make you smarter, does not make you better than nobody else. Just like the muscles I have and when I go to the gym don't make me better than nobody else in the gym. Just because I can lift more than this person don't make me better than them. Just because this person can lift more than me doesn't make him better than me. We always get so caught up into outside or external factors of self-worth or self-esteem. And these things don't match up. They will never match up. That's why it's always conflict with those things. But seriously, would you be um, cool with a house husband? It was a um, a post that's been going around and about, you know, what I'm saying the Vogue covers and uh, it had different Vogue covers on it and showing how um, on these different Vogue covers, um, you have these different ethnicities with their with it being a man and a woman and it's and with with these different covers on with these different ethnicities, the man and woman would be side by side or holding each other and stuff like that. And comparing it to the Rihanna and Aesop cover with her being in front, leading the way with Aesop holding the baby or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Now, like I said, I get it. Do I think it's a large conspiracy? I don't know. Do I understand the symbolism of it? Yes, I do. Did I want to talk about it? No, I didn't. But I decided to when I saw that a lot of women speaking on it with the way that <laughs> I normally would feel. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, let me talk about it then. Because obviously people are, are seeing it. People are more people are waking up to it. There will always be resistance to everything. I'll, it will never be a 100 percent same viewpoint on things um it's funny because like one of the pages that i was reading in that book the laws of human nature they started talking about the biases and this book is about the size of a damn dictionary but um let me see they started talking about you know the different biases and recognizing those biases. And the first bias was the one that I always talk about on this podcast, confirmation bias. And the second bias was conviction bias. Third bias was appearance bias. Fourth, the group bias. Fifth, the blame bias. Lastly, the superiority bias. And I won't go through and read them. I, you know what I'm saying? I encourage you to look them up yourselves. But, like, just going through and reading them, I was like, bruh, all of us, like, we, all of us are followers in some sort of way based off of these biases. And like I said, I just started the book, and I've seen myself all up in the book that I've read so far, as well as every person that I've ever interacted with in my life. And it makes sense because the book is called The Laws of Human Nature. So I'm going to just read some little 
small pieces from the biases. So I'm going to start confirmation bias. It says, I look at the evidence and arrive at my decisions through more or less rational processes. That was confirmation bias. It says, to hold an idea and convince ourselves we arrived at it rationally, we go in search of evidence to support our view. Makes total sense. This is what I talk about all the time, confirmation bias. People want to always put out these general terms all men are cheaters all women are gold diggers and they'll run with that and convince themselves and 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 purposely look for these viewpoints to confirm their bias so the next one is conviction bias it says i believe in this idea so strongly it must be true we hold on to an idea that is secretly pleasing to us but deep inside we might have some doubts as to its truth and so we go an extra mile to convince ourselves to believe in it with great vehemence and to loudly contradict anyone who challenges us. <laughs> I feel like confirmation and conviction bias is one of the strong biases with a lot of people in this world. And particularly uh, us black us black folks. So appearance bias, it says, I understand the people I deal with. I see them just as they are. We see people not as they are, but as they appear to us. And these appearances are usually misleading. Group, the group bias, it says, my, my ideas are my own. I do not listen to the group. I am not a conformist. We are social animals by nature. The feeling of isolation of difference from the group is depressing and terrifying. We experience tremendous relief when we find others who think the same way we do. The blame bias. I learn from my experience and mistakes. Mistakes and failures elicit the need, the need to explain. We want to learn the lesson and not repeat the experience. But in truth, we do not like to look too closely at what we did our introspection is limited. Our natural response is to blame others, circumstances, or a momentary, momentary lapse of judgment. Let me, let, me, let me rewind back and take back what I said about confirmation and conviction bias being the biggest. Shit, all these Joneses, all we, we, <laughs> we, we relate to all these damn biases. Superiority bias. I'm different. I'm more rational than others, more ethical as well. Few would say this to people in conversation. It sounds arrogant, but in numerous opinion polls and studies, when asked to compare themselves with others, people generally express a variation of this. It's the equivalent of an optical illusion. We cannot seem to see our faults and irrationalities, only those of others. <laughs> Yeah, and that's 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 all the biases, and I'm just like, damn. And like I said, I just started the book. <laughs> so you see, like, we all have some sort of bias. And those biases propel our views, our opinions. Our thoughts, our perspectives, our perceptions of things, et cetera, et cetera. I can go on all day, right? Yeah. 
Oh, man. Um, so, you know, I've been talking about leadership and submission and all that other stuff. And I forgot last episode I was supposed to have been talking about the definitions of these things. So let me look let me look this up. I'm gonna start with submission. All right. Let me see. Submission. Submission. Should I look up submission or submissive? I'm gonna start with submissive. Submissive. All right. It says submissive. Adjective. Ready to conform to the authority or will of others. Meekly, obedient, or passive. Now, a person who takes the submissive role in BDSM sexual activities. Let's go. <laughs> so, look, just based off of the definition, I can see why people have a problem with submission, the term submission. Based off of the definition. So, let me look at submission, not submissive. Submission. Submission, definition. It's a, okay, submission. Now, the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. Two, the action of presenting a proposal, application, or other document for consideration or judgment. Okay. I didn't really need to read, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I can, just based off of this definition, I can see why there's a negative energy around submissive or submission and before i even you know what i'm saying record started the recording I, I i saw the definition and everything like i was like damn yeah this this don't look good for for this term submission and submissive <laughs> so that's why I, I was like okay then we this is why words are important and this is why we got to stop with this cliche shit of saying words aren't important actions are all the shit is important all of it is equally important just like when you know i, I stay in the gym i work out and all this other stuff and you always hear in that community um 80 percent nutrition 20 percent working out all that shit is 100 percent equally important it all plays a role so when you start framing things this way, you start using certain terms and all this other stuff, it your mind doesn't know the difference from, you know what I'm saying, the words you use or how you're using them. That's all they know is that you're using the word. So we have to be careful and intentional about the words we use and how we use them. So. Okay, the term submissive and submission, yeah, I can see why there's a negative energy around it. And I'm sure a lot of people who 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 look at those those words in a bad way probably don't even know the, the actual definition of them. But they but when you talk about energy, and I know a lot of people don't believe in energy and all that other stuff, but energy is real. So obviously the energy around these terms is 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 bad. <laughs> When it comes to relationships and partnerships and coming together and working together. So I think we we got to start using different terms when it comes to this. We got to start using, from my opinion, my point of view, cooperation, cooperation. So let me look up the, the, the word cooperation. Cooperation. Cooperation, the process 
of working together to the same end. That doesn't that sound more pleasant? Doesn't that sound more pleasing? Doesn't that sound more positive <laughs> than submission or submissive cooperation? So I think now we should stop using the term submission, submit, submissive, and start using the term cooperation. 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 Let's keep saying it. Say it with me. Cooperation. 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 <laughs> Here's another definition from a different source. The actions of someone who is being helpful by doing what is wanted or asked for. Association of persons for common benefits. That sounds more pleasing. Sounds more pleasant. So now let's look up the term leadership. Leadership. <laughs> okay, leadership. The action of leading a group of people or an organization. The state or position of being a leader. Okay. So let's 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 look up leader. All right. Leader. Leader. The person who leads or commands a group, organization, or country. Um, yeah, that that definition is very vague. It really is. Let me see if I can find some different sources of the definition. It says, okay, something that leads such as a primary or, okay, no, that's, that ain't working for me. That ain't working. That's talking about something else. It's real weird when it comes to definitions and stuff like that and how they how they change it up and have different examples for terms. Let me see. Leading. Let me look up leading. The definition of leading. Okay, leading. Um guidance or leadership, especially in a spiritual context. Um no, that don't work either. So when it comes down to it, just just going through and, and, and looking up, trying to look up these definitions of leadership, leading, leader, or submission, submit, and submission. We got to stop using these terms when it comes to relationships and partnerships. It's not working. We got to use cooperation for both ends. When it comes down to it, you you take both individuals facing each other and you put the co-op the word cooperation in front of them and there you go right there cooperation 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 there you go right there we got to stop using these terms leader leadership leading submit submission submissive these these definitions don't don't line up to what should be the end game or the goal of being in a relationship or a partnership. It ain't working. We got to start using cooperation. Point blank and period. That, that's just what it is. <laughs> Let me pull my um my stuff back up for the show. Uh yeah. 
We got to stop. We got to stop using that shit. It, it's not working. Ah, uh, okay. Back to the covers. Back to the covers. Let me let me take a sip before I before I get into this because I know it's it's, it's controversial. Lord have mercy. Okay. We not on the Rihanna and ASAP Rocky jump no more. Now we on the Ebony cover with Jonathan Majors on it with his legs crossed with the pink. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know what, what that is. A coat or throw or blanket, pink feathery thing. And he got his shirt off and his lips pouted. And I'm just describing, I'm just describing, I'm just describing what I see in the cover. I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny. I'm not being judgmental. I'm just I'm just describing what I see in the picture. And the background is pink as well. And there's nothing wrong with pink. I got some pink shirts upstairs, you know. Um, so I'm not being judgmental or, or funny or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I just it's just like two two pink shirts. So um yeah, it was it was some it was some controversy, some talk. And and when I saw this one, I d I didn't care either. I did, I wasn't I wasn't looking at it in, as anything or nothing like that. But the only reason I'm bringing this up, the same reason why I'm bring why I brought up the Rihanna and Aesop cover. Hold on, I got burp. Excuse me. Was because I saw a lot of black women saying stuff about it. So I'm gonna read a couple of things that I I got off of social media, a couple of comments or whatever from it. So it says, "Don't get me wrong, he looks good, but I'm just not sure about this look here." All right, moving on to the next comment. Of all the photos y'all could have made the cover, there's definitely an agenda with our black men, and I don't like that. We love Jonathan Majors, but this is a major no-no. Moving on to the next comment. Respect to this brother, but this don't look sus to y'all. LOL. Moving on to the next comment. Why would y'all have him pose like that? Moving on to the next comment. They always got to make our brothers look feminine. Moving on to the next comment. Men just not mending anymore. Moving on to the next comment. Why, Ebony? Come on now. Such a handsome man, and then you throw a pink fluffy coat on him? I'm sick of this. Enough is enough. Not buying to any of this. That's the end of them comments. But... Like I said, I didn't really care because I've seen it before. I've seen symbolism and stuff like that. and But my whole thing about it is the fact that people sitting here saying, people, why y'all arguing over covers, more important stuff and all that other stuff. Yeah, there is other stuff that we can focus on. Can you say it's important, more important or not? You can't really say that because... Like I already said, everybody has different perspectives on things. Everybody has different passions and stuff like that. So my thing is when it comes to the quote-unquote black community, we always want every black person 
to be passionate about the same things or just as passionate about the same things as opposed to everybody having their lane of passion and disgust and disgrace or activism or whatever and let them focus on that lane and then we all intersect together and meet up you know what i'm saying and that's i feel like that's why that's why we not really progressing because we always fighting each other on what the other person should be doing as opposed to just worrying about what we need to do and this is this ain't nothing new think about it i love i love malcolm x i love malcolm x you know what i'm saying i like big inspiration on my life malcolm x but malcolm x was was wrong when he was focusing too much on what martin was doing The times that he was spent focusing on Mar- on what Martin was doing and speaking on what Martin was doing and what that side of the civil rights movement was doing was wrong. It was wrong. And I'm sure he would tell you that himself if, we, if he was still alive. Shit. I mean, he, he evolved to that point. That's why him, it, it got to the point, like right before he got killed, assassinated or whatever, him and Martin met and they had the conversation that they had. He realized that. But he was so caught up into, you know what I'm saying, um, his convictions, conviction bias, that he couldn't see that what Martin was doing was just as good or as important as or as relevant as what he was doing. Right? So that that's something that plagues our community. That we're so focused on what everybody else is doing and what and criticizing and compare, comparing and competing that we just won't focus on our lane, our passions, our convictions, our advocacy that we can't really progress to our fullest, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, when it comes to um, all this stuff with relationships and partnerships and leading and submitting and all that other stuff, one of the things that's holding us down is that the fact that we get so caught up into titles or labels or roles you know what I'm saying? Gender roles and gen and gender titles or um job titles and all that other stuff that is holding us back. It keeps us in a in a state of fighting against each other or competing against each other. And a lot of times People get labeled these titles and these roles and they aren't even fulfilling them. They aren't fulfilling them. They aren't providing based off of how these titles and roles should be provided for. They aren't actually having this this image. You know what I'm saying? They then. 
they're not doing the work that they're supposed to do based on whatever title or role they claim they have or they are as a person, as an individual, or as a person in a relationship or a partnership. It's a book that I um that's about to come out that I've been keeping an eye on, and it was a uh, I ran across a preview of the book, and it's crazy. Like that's why I always be saying like. When it comes to my podcast, man, it's nothing but God when it comes to a lot of things just coming my way at the right time. It, at the most, quote unquote, coincidental time. So this joint says, people can hold a title without playing a role associated with that title. For instance, some mothers aren't nurturing, caring, or reassuring. Some siblings aren't loyal or support supportive. Assuming someone embodies certain qualities based on their title is simply inaccurate. It's possible for a person to trust a friend more than a sibling, for example. And this goes down to all the stuff that I've been saying about you have women and men. It's a lot of men out here just because they look masculine don't mean that they can that they are masculine or they can provide that masculinity for themselves and in a relationship or a partnership as well as there's a lot of women out here that look feminine but don't have any feminine traits to them you know what i'm saying just like the what i just read it's a lot of women out here that look feminine or just women period they aren't nurturing they aren't caring they they don't have any skills to be a mother just like it's men out here they they look masculine but they they can't use their hands. They don't have no type of strength. They don't have no type of discipline. None of that. You know what I'm saying? These are things that we're supposed to be taught. These are the things that we're supposed to learn and supposed to be our foundation. And once they're taught to us, then we build upon these. When we grow, we evolve based off of whatever experiences we have in our lives and we make them our own based off of what we learn. But there's none of that out here. You know what I'm saying? You have a lot of single mothers out here raising boys or whatever. So these boys, if their dad is not in their life, they're not going to have too much masculine masculinity in them. You have a lot of um, men out here that don't have no discipline. They don't know how to build anything they don't know how to work you have a lot of women out here that don't know how to nurture and all that other stuff so it's like it'll become a continuous cycle when if they have kids and stuff like that and we just keep going and going going and going same thing over and over again but you'll pump your chest and say i'm an alpha male but that don't mean nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It looks good. The aesthetic of it looks good. The aesthetic of 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 a woman with curves and the shape or whatever looks good. But her attitude is more masculine than feminine. Then it doesn't it doesn't work out as well. You know, I don't know. Y'all remember the clip that I played on uh last episode with that that girl talking was cussing and talking and saying about, you know what I'm saying? 
um, I'm coming home and you know what I'm saying I'm I don't I wish I still had the clip I, I deleted it but yeah <laughs> she was just all over the place and cussing and talking about some uh, you ain't getting money, but I'm getting money. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep up with me and all this other stuff. It's a lot of hyper-dependent women out here and that are, have a lot of masculine energy with them. And um, they criticize and put down men. It's a lot of men out here who have a lot of feminine energy to them. And... They don't want to be disciplined. They don't want to lead. They don't want to be um, protectors. You know, they 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 can't build anything individually. So how can they build anything in a you know what I'm saying in a relationship or a partnership? It's just it's just all over the place. We all over the place. Like. You know, let me see. I think one of the one of the things is that, yeah, uh, men and women are human, but we do have differences, and I feel as though like a lot of times we don't embrace the differences that we do have and that also causes a conflict um, because men don't look at money and materialistic stuff the same way as women look at materialistic and money. Women don't look at feelings and emotions the same way that men look at feelings and emotions. You know, we all have the same, we we all have the same things, but we don't look at them the same way. Or we were taught to look at them a certain way differently than each other. Or uh, in, in a lot of instances, like particularly when it comes to feelings and emotions, we're, we're taught to look at them the same way. Like women have been taught the same way that men have been taught about the feelings and emotions that if you're... If you're emotional, if you're vulnerable, that you're weak. And that's not the case. And a lot of times when when those women look at that that way, they aren't in their feminine energy. They they aren't leading in their feminine energy. They aren't submitting in their feminine energy. So they won't be able to receive a man when he's being vulnerable. And that man, he looks at he he can't even submit to being vulnerable to to his vulnerability or being vulnerable you know in those moments and stuff so i just man i just feel like it's just it's we got a lot to learn but i feel like the the thing is that we learning we're learning wrong we're learning backwards we're trying to we're trying to learn together as opposed to individually and then coming together and practicing those those things. And I feel like that's where we're messing up. I truly feel like that's that's where we're messing up. By us feeling as though that we we're gonna work on it together, 
we we get into a lot of situations where we're trying to fulfill things that we didn't get through the other person. But if we were to actually work on these things individually, then we come together. We're supposed to be supporting each other. And I feel like that's that's what's missing. We we feel as though we're coming together to work with each other, but we're actually coming together to fulfill or validate these things through the other person as opposed to coming together with the knowledge already and supporting each other. All right. Let me move on. Let me see. I think I got some clips. And it's... Uh, I feel like I've been recording for a minute already. It's only been an hour and five minutes. Shit, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me read this. Let me read this because I, I put this on um, in my phone under the, for this episode. And if you haven't already um, listened to the a past episode that I did called the um, Still Lynching 2020. Go back and listen to that episode because that episode is very much important and relevant to all the stuff that I talk about when it comes to relationships and partnerships in the black community. But I'm going to read these little excerpts from the Willie Lynch letter, The Making of a Slave. It says, by being left alone, unprotected with the male image destroyed, the ordeal caused her to move from her psychological dependent state to a frozen independent state. In this frozen psychological state of independence, she will raise her male and female offspring in reverse roles. And this is after the dominant male has been buck broken, which in turn was raped or beaten or emasculated in front of the rest of the enslaved people. Here's another excerpt from it. It says the slaves after receiving this indoctrination shall carry on and will become self-refueling and self-generating for hundreds of years, maybe thousands. Don't forget, you must pitch the old black male versus the young black male and the young black male against the old black male. You must use the dark-skinned slaves versus the light-skinned slaves and the light-skinned slaves versus the dark-skinned slaves. You must use the female versus the male and the male versus the female. You must also have white servants and overseers who distrust all, distrust all blacks, but it is necessary that your slaves trust and depend on us. They must love, respect, and trust us only. So I'm going to move on to this next controversial topic that recently came out. Perfect timing for this episode. Lead me, guide me. Only God. Praise the most high. Here we go. Sierra made a song promoting the independent, don't need a man lifestyle. And the girls are cooking her for it. That was the the um, title or the highlight of 
this meme or this post, social media post. So I'm going to play the clip of her recording this song. Okay, so Andy, can you um, play it for me a cappella? Play the girls from me a cappella up front on the first half, mm-hmm. and then on the second half, drop the beat in. You got it. Just for the girls getting money, just for the girls that don't need no man, just for the girls that's in love with itself, just for all the girls that done did it by themselves, just for all the girls that's I and D, E, P, E, and D and T, just for all the girls that be living stress free, just for all the girls on a mission like me. And she thought she was doing it up. She had her sunglasses on and everything. And and they recorded this to preview the song coming out. And they, I guess they didn't think that they was going to get this response. Because this is what our community is used to. Promoting this bull, this type of bullshit. Right? And this is why I'm so glad that people are starting to wake up. But everybody ain't, ain't, ain't waking up. Everybody not there. Like I said. But... She had her sunglasses on in the studio and, and you know what I'm saying, played it up. You know what I'm saying? Well, let, let's start the song right here. Let's do it a cappella. They, they, they previewed this Joan up so they can post it on social media and get everybody hype about this new song coming out and everything. Oh, no. But them comments, then, then, <laughs> the, the, the girls as they said what they saying in the um in the pose i'm trying to fix the mic at the same damn time the mic coming a loose and shit on the jump i am all right let me take a second to fix the mic gotta have the mic straight here we go all right tighten it up All right, got the mic, got the mic straight. All right, it say the the girls are cooking their food. <laughs> like Sierra is a whole married woman. Talked about, you know, what I'm saying she did the prayer, got her whole family and her kids and all this other stuff. That's why I always looked at it like when she married Russ, that she did this shit for image purposes. She ain't do this shit because she really wanted to be with Russ. And this is just my opinion. I'm not saying it's true. You know, what I'm saying. But we all know the relationship she came from before she got with Russ. So let, let's go into some of these comments or whatever that that <laughs> that came out from this clip, this preview of the new song. Sierra, please stop this now. We're tired of being independent. We want a life like yours. Please stop promoting this type of music when you're going straight home to get love on. Next comment. The audacity with a big ass ring on her finger. Nobody don't feel like being independent and paying all the bills by themselves. 
Next comment. I love Sierra, but it's obvious when she is just trying to make a song for the sake of a hit. Talking about, quote, all the girls who don't need a man, end quote. Like we are all grown and want the same as you. Like we are all grown and want the same as you, sis. <laughs> Next quote or comment. Happily married women making single women music is my favorite genre of irony. Next comment. Me searching for the girls that ask for this song. <laughs> Next comment. Sierra, I'm not listening to this because I need a man. <laughs> Next comment. LOL. The R&B and rap girls be getting in the studio promoting women to be single and alone. And after they're done, they go home to their man. Next comment. Why do why do a kept ass housewives with rich men always want to push independence as if they really lived that shit? <laughs> That's the end of the comments. But seriously, bruh. Oh, that wasn't the end of the comments. Here you go. You going home to your man, girl. F you. <laughs> but seriously, I talked about this crap so many times on the pod. And I took it back to the day when. I first noticed it with Murray J. Blige back in the day before social media was even out. Like, I remember when Murray J. Blige got into a relationship and she came out with that single, You Are My Everything. And let me pull the joint up so if people want to act like they don't remember, I'm going to play a little bit of this joint. Let me see. Here you go, right here. <laughs> this joint right here. I remember when this song came out, bruh. People was going on Mary J. Blige. People was going on her. People was like, <laughs> why are you making this song? We want the old Murray back and all this other stuff. People was making it seem like she could not be happy and be in a relationship, bruh. People was doing that. <laughs> so this ain't nothing, this ain't nothing new. And this is the this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast with people appealing to the negative shit and people appealing to the leadership of somebody else. It's a lot of people out here that be that listen to this negative shit these negative ass songs from these rap girls from the old murray j blige stuff um k michelle um who else um keisha cole all them all them type of singers and stuff like that and i get it you're making songs based off of things that you've gone through and stuff like that but it's a lot of women out here that don't have a mind of their own or don't have or aren't strong enough to have a mind of their own. Excuse me. And they fall into the trap of the confirmation bias. And they'll sit with that and act like 
they're 100% perfect. They ain't never done nothing wrong in no relationship. The relationship that they in, that they trying to confirm this bias of, that they ain't do nothing wrong in and all that other stuff. That's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this is the shit that's always promoted in our community. Why is that? Why is this always promoted in our community? And it's funny because a lot of these new rap songs with these that these women are uh, making like cardi b and stuff like that these shits are written by dudes like a lot of the stuff that cardi b has put out is written by dude dudes talking that that women liberation that sexual liberation shit is written by niggas so if if y'all really want to be liberated y'all wouldn't be hyping these songs up because they written by dudes and the dudes want to write these songs so y'all can act like this so they can benefit from them come on man <laughs> let me move let me move on to this clip i need you guys to wake up and i need you guys to wake up quick tiara made a song promoting the independent don't need a man lifestyle and the girlies are cooking her for it well here goes my two cents here how are you in a happy, healthy relationship after being a baby mama? And now, as a single mother, you were picked up by Russell Wilson, and you now have a dream life. And so why can't you promote that? Right. Why can't you promote <laughs> single mothers can get remarried? Exactly. Single mothers can have a happy lifestyle. No, instead, you're promoting the working woman. The I don't need a man toxic culture and you're creating a division between men and women. Exactly. There's good men out here that <laughs> want to provide ladies. But if you keep listening to these uber wealthy women who want to keep you single. Oh, yeah. Confirmation bias. Oh, yeah. You bias. didn't know that marriage benefits are for the wealthy. Yes. You didn't know that the wealthy want to stay wealthy and they want the 90% of you guys. Shit that I've already talked about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because here's the thing, if it was when it comes to this feminist movement and all these black women falling into this feminist movement trap, these white women is pushing this shit, but they staying with their husbands. They still they still having a great life. They still they still lavishing in this wealth and these riches and the stability. But they got y'all running around. promoting division and shit like that <laughs> it makes no sense bruh but people be so caught up into their conviction bias that they don't want to hear nobody else tell them nothing this is what they believe and they gonna push it they gonna believe it until the day that they die women empowerment why are we even talking about men Sierra can't even be original and authentic enough to make a song about exactly what this what this woman is saying in this clip about the life that you you experience. One of the things that I, I love so much about music and musicians is when they put their real life into their music. That's why I love Pac so much. That's why I love Bob Marley so much. That's why I love Marvin Gaye so much. I love artists like that donny hathaway sam cook i love artists like that because they're putting their personal experience i can feel the authenticity with them 
That's why when I speak on this podcast, I speak in my blog, I talk about my experiences because I know that when people talk about the stuff that they go through, it can help other people propel them out of those same situations. There's nothing wrong with if a woman wants to work and get her own money. But why do we have to promote the don't need no man? Exactly. Why do we have to promote that? Why can't we just say, listen, ladies, if you want to work, you want to work hard, go get it, girl. Exactly. And there's no. nothing wrong with that. It's like a lot. And I know there's dudes out here who don't want that. And I've talked about that before. It's a lot of dudes so stuck in their ego and trying to control and so stuck in their insecurities and shit that they don't want no woman to be uh to have their own but i want a woman to have her own because that'll make it easier for me that'll make it easier for both of us shit that will motivate me and in turn i want to motivate her to get her own and then we come together and bring that shit together and then we build in the empire you hear a lot of these these social media chicks these ig models and these celebrities and stuff talk about building an empire and all this other stuff you can't build no empire by yourself you can't just like a lot of these dudes out here who always trying to control women and stuff like that they don't realize that having the support of a woman will propel you to a totally different space a woman's vision is different than a man's vision just as a man's vision is different than a woman's vision. These things complement each other. That's why there's supposed to be a balance between masculine and feminine. Uh, this is for the women that don't need a man, sis, really? I really want to like celebrities, you guys. But the more and more that they keep doing shit like this, it shows me that in plain view... They don't care about the fans. Plain view. They which y'all don't want to see that shit. Want keep you believing these people. To stay at the keep bottom. Keep doing it. Keep believing. Keep believing these celebrities. And you're going to keep see having the same old go. drama while they keep living their lavish lives, bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Let me see what the time is. An hour and 20-some minutes. I'm going to end it very soon. And yeah, this might be, this definitely going to be a four-parter, but this might be a five-parter. And I might, or I might just end it at four parts and change the name of it. Because I, I, I honestly, like, you know what I'm saying? I brought up the Ukraine stuff and all that other stuff. Like, I'm tired of just solely talking about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I want to put in some of my other stuff as well. And I still ain't, did I talk about the best man? holiday series yet i don't even remember i gotta go back and listen to my episodes and think because i'm just i'm just falling off on on giving you all the taste of me <laughs> but yeah man black women gotta stop subscribing the black women that do subscribe they just gotta stop subscribing to this mindset this is a this they 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 trying to take you down a path that is not a peaceful path. Like I'll touch on this on the next episode, but this soft girl era stuff. I touched on it a little bit on last episode. Like I'm all I'm all for people, whatever term or label you want to put on something to grow in progress. But a lot of people putting this soft girl era on on how they quote unquote living their new lives, but they still living in the masculine. They still living 
mad they still living with masculine energy or they still um portraying themselves in a masculine form but just putting a label on and saying i'm living this soft girl era now like come on man that soft girl era stuff is is just living in your feminine energy just being feminine just point blank period stop trying to use these new terms and stuff for stuff that is already out here that soft girl era stuff is just weird to me I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be judgmental on it. Like if you if you're if you're using that label and actually growing and evolving and living in your femininity, then cool. But it's a lot of women out here that is using that term wrong in the wrong way. Totally in the wrong way. They still being masculine and stuff. They think because they putting on some heels now or they doing a bubble bath or 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 whatever. Just like with the self-care shit, a lot of people using this self-care stuff, the the term self-care wrong. <laughs> oh, man. And we got to look at it like with 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 a lot of these celebrities, a lot of these women empowerment people, a lot of these men empowerment people, a lot of these. You know what I'm saying? Men and women celebrities and influencers and stuff like that. They are planting bad seeds. They're planting bad seeds in in you. And they're growing out of you based off of a confirmation bias, a conviction bias. And all the other biases that I read that I pointed out already from the um, the laws of the human nature book. You plant a bad seed, you will produce you will produce a bad fruit. Point blank and period. It'd be funny because a lot of these influencers and stuff like that, men and women be talking to they be they'll they'll post up and say, Yeah, um, stop following this person or why are you letting these people in your life influence you and stuff like that. But they are actually doing the same thing. <laughs> They're actually doing the same thing and people will just running to it because it's confirming something it's just it's crazy man like i get it like i'm not sitting here saying that i don't never follow anything or i don't you know what I'm saying i don't i don't rock with the collective or something like that but it's just like with certain things like some people just be falling into traps because it's a lot of these and it be it be mainly these influences and these empowerment people that are projecting and trying to prove something to themselves by the things that they're putting out to you on social media to get you to feed into it to fill them up where i'm at all right let me see Yeah, I came across this tweet. And I'm going to read it. But it's pretty much what I've already been saying about the Sierra stuff. It says, Sierra's singing about, quote, unquote, not needing a man. While being married with children is proof that separating black men and women is a lucrative business. This shit, this, this shit is a business. This shit is all about marketing. It's all about selling. And who are they selling to? Black women. 
Back in the day, a black man couldn't live in the house with a black woman if she was receiving welfare. Why does America want us at odds? And I referenced this even before I started talking about the Lead Me, Guide Me episodes. When I was talking about, or was it the first Lead Me, Guide Me episode? When I talk about the movie Claudine with Diane Carroll in it. And um, what's his name? Shoot. Damn. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Oh, man. I ain't going to. I'm not going to move along until I <laughs> remember his name. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Diane Carroll and James Earl Jones was in the movie. Claudine. Claudine. And that was a perfect movie on telling you how shit went back in the day with black with the welfare system the government system separating black men and black women in the household like that's why i always say everything you see in movies that shit is real nobody is just making that shit up on their own like we have a lot of creative people in the world and they can they can add to the stuff that's already been seen but think about all the things that you've been inspired by creatively all the things that you've done it's been inspired by something did you add elements of yourself to it or other parts of of something different to something already that's been put in place yes but movies tv all that shit is is shit that's going on and i'm talking about everything sci-fi corrupt governments um cia stuff spies fbi corruption all that money laundering all that shit is real all that shit happens in real life all that stuff when it comes to hollywood and and government and all that other stuff all that shit is linked up together and you don't have to believe me but it is what it is (laughs) oh man let me see i think i'm 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 gonna end it here i'm gonna end it here um we are an hour and 30 minutes in um, I got a lot more to go, but I'm going to end it here and we're going to pick up on the next Lead Me, Guide Me episode. There will be a part four. I'm just going to end it here because I I feel satisfied at this point <laughs> uh, from what I said. So I'm going to end it here with a, um, with a song since, you know what I'm saying, I got a good amount of time left. And I just I just hope, you know, everybody had a good week. Everybody's in mental health. It's doing good at the moment and stuff like that. And, you know, what I'm saying I appreciate all the followers, all the new subscribers, all the new listeners, watchers for YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon, um, all the people on uh, that follow me on social media. Taste to Consider on Twitter, Taste to Consider Network on Instagram. My main page is tied to the uh, network page. Um what is it? Duh.taste underscore. That's my main page. Follow me, like, share, subscribe. Shout out to all the people who who uh, have subscribed and followed and shared my stuff. And I kept forgetting to say this. Um, um, before I say it, greatestiamblog.com. That's my mental health blog. I release new merchandise on a taste to consider.com. New men's shirts how's your mental health bro 
Those are the new shirts that I've uh, released on a taste to consider.com. How's your health, bro? All the ladies out there, if you have a, a man in your life, your dad, your uncle, brother, boyfriend, best friend, homie, whatever, you know, um, I'm releasing these shirts first before I release the shirts for the ladies. But this shirt is not a fashion statement. This is a conversation starter. Um, I want this is basically a shirt. So when you're around your your homies and when I release the, the lady shirt, this is a conversation starter. This is what you should be asking your family, your friends, your associates, whoever is in your life. You know what I'm saying? Ask them, how is your mental health? So I got the men's shirts out right now. How's your mental health, bro? Um, I got the black and white shirt on right now for the YouTubers and for the people who follow me on social media. You'll see it. So like, share, follow, buy, all that other good stuff. Support me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so let me pull up this song. Let me pull up this song. And I'm going to end it here. And for another week, another week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I hope and pray that you have a good week. I hope and pray that you have good mental health. You have, you know, stress-free and, you know, just go with the flow and and just, you know, you got seven days to listen to this episode. So, you know, I appreciate you and let's go. This is a three-hour drive by Alicia Keys featuring Sir. <laughs> Taste to consider podcast, yes. Ending off with this song, Three Hour Drive. Let's go. Say sticking to the podcast. Let's go.
Saints to Consider Podcast. Yes. Thanks to consider podcast. Yes. Thanks to consider podcast. And we out. Let's go.